Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, kids. It's your Auntie Kath. Now, as you probably know by now, you might hear words like f- sh- and tw- in this podcast. Oh, and f- that's one of my favourites. So, if you've got little ears around, you might want to listen another time. Or if you like, keep playing. They might just learn something. The little uh, lovely listeners, before we get cracking, I've got some death men I need to address. If you're listening to this, it means you haven't already subscribed to our bonus podcast, Six Feet Under. And that is truly fucking tragic. Each week, after our guests have croaked it in the main episodes, they join us to dig into your dead good emails. Poor Kelly <laughs> was the first for that to happen to. Kelly? <laughs> It's Vicky. Vicky was the woman it happened to. Vicky, not Kelly. The fuck? For just $3.99 a month, you get an extra episode and everything is absolutely ad-free. The bollocks. So what the hell are you waiting for? Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to wheretheresawillthersawake.com for details. Right, that's enough of that malarkey. Let's get on with it. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this negligent newsroom within the podcast sphere, where we're coming to you from the wrong location, the Germans nixen lichten it, and the eggs are over. Pretty grim for the Russians. Fuck's sake, Peter O'Hanrahanrahanrahanrahan has overslept again, adding absolutely nothing to the day-to-day's programming. <sighs> welcome to... Where? There's a will, there's a wake. Whilst we slowly make our way to the departure lounge, it's time to welcome this week's guest to our hideous hovel. Now, on some podcasts, the guests jump into a bunk bed and have a chat about life. But on this one, we shove you in a coffin throne and ask you all about death. It's not all bad, though. We do have the resident choir in to make you feel special. And joining us today is a particularly special specimen. <laughs> of course, it's the marvellous... Oh, that was tremendous. See? Have you ever oh. had your name sung no. by a choir before? I love it that you stumbled on the marvellous because you saw it. Yes. And, and you thought, no, he really isn't. I've known him <laughs> 30 years. I can't say it. Mate, we've known each other longer than 30 is years, it, Pat. Is it? I think it's about 35 years. You're right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, but I was a fan. I mean, I was like a worshipper. See, uh, at last, someone admits it. it yeah. He was a fan. I, he used to stalk me. I, I just wanted to meet you and praise you. Uh, but oh. I knew you were Islington, so I and yes. I was li- and I lived in Islington, so I thought, well, I've got that in common. <laughs> Same borough. <laughs> I love the fact that still on Twitter, everyone adores your character from the day to day. Yes, uh, that you did all that marvelous work you did, mm. and then you moved into theatre world. I went legitimate. Yes, you did. I decided 
well, I didn't decide to write, I happened to write a play. A brilliant um, play. Uh, but bless you, I'll give it a plug. It was called Dealer's Choice and it was yeah. about a poker game. And that suddenly I had a choice to make, really, is do I want to be a playwright director, a writer-director, or do I want to carry on being a comedy person? Uh -huh. So I made a choice and I thought, I'm going full legit. And I'm glad I did, but I do miss the pure pleasure of doing comedy. But I get to do Bunk Bed, that show that you've been on many times. Uh, yes. With my pal Peter Curran. Uh-huh. It's all improvised. Yeah. It's very easy for me to just turn up. Well, actually, he comes to my place. Well, that's we it's very there. easy for Pat. <laughs> we, all, we all turn up at Pat's gaff. Yeah. And then we all lie down. Yes. It's <laughs> a mattress-based show. It's a shame we have to talk about my death. I'm just enjoying this. Oh, I know, but yeah. this is this is what it's all about. We better, mm. we better get on mm. to it. So, before we hear all the details about your preferred death in this made-up world, are you going out in uh, Buffy-style glory, or is it no carbs before Marb's death? Tell us. The venue, the guests, or the food? I think we'll just stick with the food. Right. Um, this is your final meal. This yeah. isn't... We're jumping ahead. This yeah. isn't the wake. No. This it's, is... It's the last thing I eat before I peg out. Before you peg it. You see, I'm a quibbler. Okay. As you know. Yeah. And a stickler. Yeah. And I want to know the context. Am I 90 or is it today? But this is up to you. This is well, what we're going to... Well, I have a different diet when I'm an old person. <laughs> but this is what we're going to come on to. Okay. All right. I, I'm on the assumption mm. that I'm 90 years old, which is my target. Yeah. Uh, and I'm still in good health or, you know, good enough health to eat. Yes. And I've got some kind of tooth-like mechanism oh, in my to mouth. Chew. Yes, yeah. to chew. And I can hold a spoon. Mm -hmm. And all the, all the all the things you need to eat a nice meal. I'm going to have Heinz tomato soup oh, to start. Nice. Because I think a Heinz tomato soup with a bit of toast mm. and a lot of butter is one of the most comforting things you can ever eat. And it, it reaches right back deep into childhood uh -huh. that you come home from on a, on a wet winter's day and your mum would give you a bowl of tomato soup. Uh -huh. um, I posh it up now with a bit of black pepper. Oh, yes, yes. of course. And, and lovely, uh, I'd have lurpak butter. Nice. On Salted or unsalted? It's the great question, isn't it? <laughs> I, I prefer the continental style. Salt. Salted. Yeah. Yes. The French methodology of le beurre. Le beurre. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like, I like that. So, yes, I have le beurre. Le beurre, le, la. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you're looking at me. Uh, well, I, yeah. Um, I'd, have a, I'd have that and a cup of tea. Yes. To go with it. And that's my starter. Nice. Then... I would go and have a fag. Yes. Right, because I can do whatever I want. And so if I, I want to go and smoke between courses, yeah, I will. But I would leave the room if uh, I could move. Yeah. Because I would like to go and have that fag outside. Uh-huh. Um, then I would come back into the dining room. And I think I'm going to have Dover Soul. 
Oh, yes. A lovely Dover sole, lots of lemon on it. Off the bone? Oh, strictly off the bone. Yeah. Yes, it's been filleted. There is not a bone anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. It's just tender, lovely white fish uh, with chips. Yeah. With the fish dish, the Dover sole, I'm having a bottle of Montrachet. Which uh, is what? It was the wine that Hannibal Lecter likes. Oh. Uh, he put me onto it. Is as, that Chianti? No. No. No, he has a bottle of Montrachet. It's it, very posh white wine. So it is white, because you have yes. to, you're meant to have, uh, you posh people have white wine with fish. Yes. You? yes, yes, yes. I thought Chianti was a red wine. I think it is. Oh, why do I always remember him saying... Yeah. Well, because Chianti. he likes, he, he doesn't just like Montrachet. He oh, does he not? Chianti as well. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So then I go off and I've had, I have my second fag, yeah. maybe a third fag out there, mm-hmm. depending on the weather. I come back and I think I have a creme brulee. Oh, nice. I've always loved a creme brulee. Classic. And, I, and when I was at university, I was in a dining society with a friend of mine called James Brown. <laughs> of course you uh, were. <laughs> um, it was just the two of us. <laughs> We formed a dining society called the Brulee Society. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. And the only rules of the society were that for dessert you had to have a creme brulee. Right. And that was it. Yeah. And it, and it, it, it still it still goes the Brulee Society. I mean, we still occasionally meet and uh, find a restaurant that will serve us creme brulee. How lovely. Yes. And then I'll have. Uh, a fag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, um, I'll have some coffee and port. Um, and then I'd quite like to die. Well, I think that sounds marvellous. Yes. I mean, I think that's uh, I'd like to die detailed. before I need to defecate. Oh, I'd yes. I'd like to die with that meal still inside me. Oh, well, we, yes. we shall make sure that happens and yeah. that leads us nice and smoothly, mm. as smooth as the underpart of a creme brulee, to... The death. Yes. We know you're 90. Yes. And you've just had a lovely three-course meal. Yes. And about four fags. Yes. So what's killed you? I'm sat in a high-backed armchair after my meal. Yeah. I've got, I've got a ciggy on the go. Mm-hmm. I've got a glass of port. And what has killed me is a, um, a battalion of nurses and doctors who have flown over from Dignitas in Zurich at vast expense. They've arrived in a helicopter on the grounds of my very big house. And uh, I've said to them, I think I'm ready. They've been hanging about for about a week. Okay, nice. I've said, I'm going to command you to kill me this week. Yeah. And I I think I'm dying on a Saturday night. In fact, I think I've realised what's perfect. I... I'm going to watch Match of the Day one oh, last time. Yeah. And have a final fag, swig a port. Yeah. And then ring a little bell, summon them. Yeah. I'm still in my smoking jacket, <laughs> cravat. I have a dog at my side. The fire is. Oh. Thing, and I just say, you know what? I'm ready. Yeah. I really am ready. I mean, marvelous meal. I mean, ciggies, doggy, fire, port. <laughs> Smoking jacket. (laughs) The wife has given me a little kiss on the forehead. The children have done their weeping. Yeah. And I feel it's time. 
that's quite beautiful. Yeah. And of course, match of the day because you're a, you're a big footy fan. You wrote a fabulous play about football called uh, the Red Lion. Yes, God bless you. I wish you'd direct it one day. Yeah, yes. I mean, you said you'd be, this. You'd be very good for that. Play. Yeah, I yeah. should. Uh, well, you're good with the men, aren't you? I know. I know how to handle yes. them. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, I know yeah. how to handle the men. Yes. Anyway, but you're a big footy fan. I am, but I'm not. I'm not a stat guy. I, I don't know a lot. Mm. And I don't even watch that much, but I'm very glad it's in my life because from childhood onwards, it's been a comfort. Yeah. So, yes, I would love to watch Match of the Day one last time. And do you like the uh, sort of what's happened in recent years that the ladies' footy? Love is, that. Yeah. Love that. I think it's um, very important. And I'm very excited that, you know, in my lifetime, in our lifetime. Yes. And certainly if I hit 90... Uh -huh. She's a good 30 years away. Yes, babe. Um, I didn't like that, yes, babe. I got a feeling of, no, nah, I don't think you're going to make it, mate. <laughs> no, um, because yeah. you're very fit, despite the facts, mm. you're mm. very healthy. And I have to yeah. say, listener, he looks fabulous. You know, you've always had very good skin, Pat. I've been blessed with good skin. Haven't you just? Yes, yes it's tight. <laughs> I thank God for my skin and my hair. Yes, good head of if hair If I could still. just stretch my skin and my hair over another person's body and face. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, I'd like to look like um, Robert Downey Jr. Really? Well, I think he's very handsome. I think you're more handsome. God bless you. Well, I'm like a sort of Jewish Robert Downey Jr., maybe. Mm, yeah. Maybe not. Anyway, the, <laughs> what we're talking about... Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. This is an advertisement for BetterHelp Therapy Online. Goddess Charlie, you all right? You look a bit tense. What makes you say that? Well, <laughs> you're biting your nails and your leg is shaking like a horny chihuahua. Oh, yeah. Now you mention it, I do feel a bit stressed. Come on then, spill the beans to Auntie Kath. What's on your mind? That's the weird thing. I don't actually know. It could be the endless sleepless nights I spend strategising on how I'm going to get a ticket to Glastonbury this year, or it could be the triple espresso I necked to make sure I didn't fall asleep on the way to work. Blimey, goddess. Whatever it is, you should invest some time in getting to the bottom of it. You're right. It's no good letting things fester and get out of control, especially when it's so convenient to talk to therapists now. Ah, oh, you mean our friends at BetterHelp? Precisely. It's entirely online and suited to your schedule. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash wake. That's Better H-E-L-P.com slash wake. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And what about the public's response to your death? How do you think there's going to be? How do I think or how do I want? How do you want? Right. Well, I mean, how I think is... 
<laughs> I mean, it won't, it won't even make the news. I mean, it's nothing. Maybe it will be a in the Jewish Chronicle. Uh huh. You know, forgotten old playwright dies. But what I'd like mm. is a week of mourning. Of course. Uh, kids off school. Yeah. The king dressed in black. Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be King William by then. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kate Middleton, all in black and all sad because a great British entity <laughs> has passed, a beloved figure. Yes. Who's bestrode many forms, comedy, theatre, motion pictures. Yes. The radio, the podcast. That's it. Maybe a book or two. You know, and then there'd be, well, the lights were dim in the West End theatres. Oh, they did that recently for uh, Stephen. Sondheim. Yes, they did it for great people who have pegged out. I'd like a bit of that. I think that will happen, Pat, actually. I've got to write write more. No, 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 Mm. come on, mate. Listen, Mm. you, I'd just Mm. like to say, you have just... This in recent months mm. won a Tony uh, for your directing work of the wonderful Tom Stoppard play. Yes, Stat. Yes, that was a thrill. I mean that that's pretty up there, Pat. You know, in uh, theatre land. Yeah, it was lovely, but you know, your reputation generally rests on what you do in the last phase. Yes, you can have. Early success and middling success, but if you just fade to oblivion, I don't think that it, it can to happen that. to it. It can happen to any of us, Kath. We can all be forgotten. Well, this is it. I mean, I, I do worry that, like you say, that um, you're judged <coughs> on the last thing you did, yes. and this is what I'm doing at the moment, and uh, it's all gone fucking downhill. Well, back. no, no, no. You <laughs> the phone stopped ringing, mate. You could go out on this. It's all right. It's all right. So the lights all dim. The lights all dim, and then. A carriage appears uh-huh. with my coffin in it. Oh, no. We, 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 oh, no, that's later, isn't that's it? That's later. Late. You're yes. jumping ahead of yourself yes. now. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, and where do you want the death announced? I know you mentioned the, the Jewish Chronicle yes. earlier. Well, I want it announced everywhere. I mean, yes. I, I want them to interrupt television programmes. And Radio 4, we interrupt today's programme to bring the terrible and sad news of Patrick Marber. Sir Patrick Marber. Sir Patrick, oh, hello. Uh, no, Lord Marber of Soho <laughs> has sadly passed away at the age of 90. Uh-huh. Having eaten the creme brulee. <laughs> he died peacefully having smoked his last cigarette. And and I want people like you coming out weeping. I, I think I'll peg it long before you, Pat. Do you reckon? Oh, yeah, working class, not. mate, working yeah. class. You know what I mean? It's the tougher beginning. Yes. That does catch up with you at, towards the end, you see. I can see that. I can so, see how that happens. Yeah. Yes. Uh-uh. Well, anyway, people <laughs> people like you, your spiritual heirs. Yes. Uh, but weeping almost with gratitude that I lived. That's beautiful. You know, not they're not sad because it's, it's my time. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. chose my time. But they're just weeping with joy that you gave them so much. Yes, yes. There we go. You've got it. There we you go. you got it. Great. Any regrets in your life? Oh, Multitudes, millions. Mm-hmm. Every day I have regrets. Uh-huh. But none none are too destabilising. I'm quite good at processing my regrets. There are things, that, uh, lots of things I regret. But the things I think you 
generally regret the most are being nasty to people who didn't deserve your nastiness. Mm-hmm. But I'm on various pills now that <laughs> stabilise that part of me. Uh, so I'm generally quite nice to people oh, now. Well, that's it's not the real me. It's a stabilised, yeah. <laughs> medicated me, but it'll do. It's a simulation. And so now we're going to move on to... The Funeral. Folks, before we get into hearing all about Patrick's funeral, let me tell you there's more to this podcast, so much more. In our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, we keep our guests a little bit longer to rifle through your funeral anecdotes. I just shoved mine in, (laughs) slammed the door shut and said, bad luck, pal. (laughs) He had to sit with it between his knees. Plus, you get every episode completely ad-free, including these main ones. Hurrah! So, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to wherethersawillthersawake.com for details. Right, so back to this fantasy world. Mm. Patrick, it's Mm. happened and now it's the big day of the funeral. Yes. Where are we having it? What's going on? I think we're having it at the Royal Opera House. Oh, are we, darling? Yes, I think we are. (laughs) I think we are because it's the only place I can think of that isn't a church that is big enough. Yes, because it's got to be huge. Well, hasn't it? In, I mean, I think it's about two thousand seats, something like that. Uh-huh. Perhaps a beautiful building. It is. I've um, been a couple of times. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. I can't think of a a more a beautiful place mm. to have the uh, the funeral. I don't want a religious funeral, uh-huh. but I do want all denominations of religions invited. I'd like the Pope, the Chief Rabbi. Yeah. The Archbishop of Canterbury, and I'm all in attendance, uh-huh. as if to say I was a man who united all creeds and colours and religions. That I was a, you know, a force for good in the world. Marvelous. Yes, but I would want the the, the funeral itself to be officiated by a non-denominational, non-celebrity. Okay. Yes, um, someone, someone who would just bullshit nice things about me. Yeah. But would have such authority that no one could heckle. And oh. Go, no, that's not it. That's not true. I don't I don't recall there being much heckling at the Royal Opera House. I don't no. think it's no, a sort it's... of venue that invites Correct. that um, sort of behaviour. My coffin would be alone on the stage. Yes, nice. Cardboard coffin. Cardboard, don't lovely. Want, don't want fancy. No. I want a biodegradable coffin. Yeah. And I'd like any children there to be invited to graffiti the coffin with sharpies. Nice. Um, uh, or anyway, or adults as well. Yeah. Fuck off, you know, uh, or oh, we loved you, or, you know, um, going to miss you. Uh-huh. Loved, loved closer. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Henry, or whatever they want to put. Yeah. Uh, you were a cunt. You know, <laughs> everything. Yeah. And I want it. I don't want it to last more than twenty minutes. Oh, nice, nice, yeah, nice and minutes. quick. Yeah, yeah. But are we going to have any? Um, we going to have any music? Yes, I think I think we have "Dead Souls" by Joy Division. Ah, oh, right. Uh, as we come in, yeah. You know, you know, sort of. Th- that would be the opening number. Mm. And that's six minutes gone already. Okay. <laughs> and then I thought at the end I'd like something a bit more upbeat. I'd like Sergeant Pepper. Oh, by the Beatles. Yes, yes. The reprise version, which is shorter, I think it's only a couple of minutes, but uh-huh. it's absolutely magic. Yes. Because it's got a bit of showbiz to it, it's got a bit of humour, but it's lonely. 
Right. It's a Lonely Hearts Club band. Yes. I've gone from Dead Soul to Lonely Heart, and I think that would be good. Yeah, I think that all sounds... Yeah. Uh... And I'd like there to be dancing. Great. Well, I think that's the wake, which mm. we, we haven't come to well, yet. Well, I wouldn't have a wake. See, I'm a Jew. Oh, right. a wake. oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you you could... Um, you can sit, you sit shiver. Right, yes. But there can be a post, there can be post funeral drinks. I mean, there's bagels and uh, tea and whiskey and stuff yeah. afterwards. But I wouldn't call it a wake, I'd call it the after the funeral gathering. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll if that's that. the case, yeah. then, then I think we, uh, at the funeral, what did you say you wanted dancing? Well, no, you're right. At the party afterwards. Yes. Let's just go back to the funeral, uh, the cardboard coffin. So who would you be your pallbearers to carry this coffin in, you see? Well, it's going to be on camera, obviously. Is it? Oh, of course, yeah. Well, it's a state funeral. Well, it is, and they need yeah. to see it in New York because they love you on Broadway. They love Pat Marber on Broadway. Exactly. So they're all watching an online broadcast. Uh-huh which I pre-sold yeah. very expensively. So my, my wife and children and grandchildren benefit from the, from the funeral. Uh-huh. Do you know what? Thinking about it, I think they should be competition winners. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think they should be six lucky, very attractive competition yeah. winners. Yeah. Young people. Uh-huh. Oh, um, so Blue Peter, it could be a Blue Peter could, could be something like that where they've had to answer a quiz about mm. my life and work and amongst the million-plus entries, they these six have won. Right. And they get to carry the cardboard coffin. Wow, that's a yeah. big responsibility. Yeah. I think they should have done that for the Queen's funeral, you know. They should have had competition winners. Would be nice. I mean, it would have been nice to just include... Yeah. Yes. ..the public that yes. have... Paid, or paid I would have everything. six pallbearers... Yeah. Who hate me? Oh. Who are forced to carry my coffin? Oh, revenge! Yes, people who don't like me at all. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if there are six in the world, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, there probably are. That, that's quite an idea too. But but no, I think competition winners. Nice. And what about dress code? Casual. Casual. Well, this surprises me mm. because it's such a sort of full of pomp and ceremony in yes, a way. Yes. I mean, we have got the cardboard coffin yes. in such a but sort of grand space. But that's what I'm like. I'm a bit oh, I'm yeah. a bit of a... I'm sort of half in the gutter, half in the Garrick, you know, oh, kind of chap. Are you? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. I like sleazy, seedy things uh-huh. in life. What, porn? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like high-class uh, erotica. <laughs> no, black and white photography. Oh, uh, oh I see from yes. you, because you're a child of the 60s and 70s. Yes. So just a glimpse of a leg yes. was uh, enough. Oh, yes. Erotica, but not porn. Yeah. And I like, yes, I like push things, but I like plebby things too. And because I'm a bit sort of... I feel myself to be ever so slightly classless, ever so slightly. I mean, no one is classless. Uh-huh. But my tastes are quite, what's the word, rudimentary. Mm. I like simple things. Um, I like a well-made suit. Yeah. Um, that will last. That will last. But for your own 
Funeral, the mm. dress code, uh, nice and casual. Smart casual. Smart casual. Smart casual. No trainers. No trainers? Yeah, just to annoy people. Oh, yeah, because that would be annoying because yeah. trainers are sort of quite acceptable now, aren't they? They are, but I don't mind people wearing sneakers. Oh, what's the difference? Well, a sneaker is more like a gym shoe. Right. A suede sneaker. Right. You can wear. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't want coming, people coming in in Crocs. Oh, flip. no, Crocs are not oh, a trainer, flip. though. Yeah, I don't want Crocs, flip-flops, <laughs> or, you know, the big trainers with huge soles and colouring and going halfway up the leg and all that. Yeah, you know. yeah. There should be a sombre mood to it. Plimsoles. Yes, yes, that's That's what right. we called them yes. when we were children. That's all right. Have you got your plimsoles? Yeah. Mm. So how about people coming to this funeral? Is mm. there anyone you wouldn't want there, Pat? Yeah, some some names, but I don't want to mention them, you know. We just, don't want to slag anyone no, off. No, no, there's a few people and I think they know who they are. Um but generally speaking, all are welcome if they pay the ticket price. Oh, oh, right. It's not free. Oh, yes. Did you say that earlier? Oh, yeah, because there's a competition. Yes. So, so they get free tickets, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, but the rest must pay. Because so it's going to charity. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's going to charity. Yes, yes, yes. It's a fundraiser. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what charity, but, you know, a worthy one. yeah. Well, the one that I won my, that I got my knighthood for supporting. I've, oh right, but you have, yeah. Which this is your fantasy knighthood? Yes. Yes. No, I haven't <laughs> actually got a knighthood. Um, but in my fantasy, I'm a knight and then I'm a lord. Yeah. And when you when you're a and lord, a companion of honour. Are I'm you a, gonna Are you gonna change anything being a lord, or are you just gonna fucking do what most of them do? What and are just, you bloody thing having do, known me for? F- 50 fucking years. Yeah, you're going to do nothing. No, you're I'm just going to... sit there. <laughs> sit there, turn I'm up gonna, now and again. I'm going to lord it up and have people for lunch. Yes. No, no, I will... Pre- <laughs> no, I would be very engaged with cultural matters. Funding for the arts. Oh, how marvellous. I'd, I'd cut it off immediately. I think no one should be funded. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> should be hard work. Okay, so we're coming to the end of the main service. Mm. So we've got a big question for you now. Buried or cremated? What one do you want? Buried. I'm surprised because you're a smoker. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you just want one last blast, you know. Yes, but you've got to remember, smoking will be encouraged at the graveside. Ah, right. And at the funeral, in fact. I like the idea that as I'm being lowered into the ground, people can have a fag. Nice. Flick it in. That's it. So I went to flick, <laughs> flick the fag in. Yeah, the, the, my, <laughs> my, 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 my open grave is an ashtray. Right. Because, it, uh, you know, because people are chucking in the earth. Yeah. You know, they've got the little spade. Yeah. They do that at Christian burials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to do a bit of that. Yeah. With a Jewish one, everyone has to chuck a bit of earth in. That's it. Which I didn't know. I went to a Jewish mm. funeral many years ago, mm. and I didn't. I didn't know. I, I don't think know. you have to. I think. It, yeah. I think it's a nice gesture. The family appreciates it. Right. And when, right. When my father died five years ago, my younger son mm-hmm. was thirteen, a little kid, Sid, and I was. That was the moment where I went. That was. That was the moment where I was most moved. 
when he picked up the shovel. Right, this yeah. This big shovel in his hand and he put the earth in. And I thought, wow, he's 13 years old and he's burying his grandfather, my dad, my son. Uh, that was powerful. But it would have been nicer if I could have been having a fag thinking that thought. Yes. Rather than surreptitiously vaping. Now, I've come across a problem, though. Yeah. Flicking the fag, you're allowing everyone to have a smoke, flicking the fag butt into... Into my open grave. On your cardboard coffin. Yes. So there could be a mini cremation. There could be. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Brilliant. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah, you're, yes. What are we going to do about that, Pat? We'll take the risk. Because it's going to be raining, it's going to bucket Our down. Oh, a cold city. Funeral. It's going to yeah. be fucking raining because yeah, yeah, everyone's going to be so sad. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll hire ten pissers, right? <laughs> ten, ten people will have held it in all day. Yes. And first they piss on the coffin. Oh, right. And then you flick your... Oh, I see. That'll work. That's, I think that's genius. Ten yeah. Maybe theatre critics. Ah, there ten you go. pissy theatre critics yeah. who have not liked my work historically. Uh-huh. Are forced, and they're they're all very old now. Yeah, yeah. They're all forced to piss on my coffin because that's what they've been doing. Yes, Pat, in my career, the bastards. Yes. So that's yeah. good. So the coffin, the cardboard coffin, is nice it, and damp. It's damp. It's moist. So any flicking of fag yeah. butts into it, it's not going to cause it's any not problem. A problem. It's not, not a problem. It's not a problem. So you theoretically shouldn't be cremated because in the Jewish religion okay. you're supposed to be buried because you're if you're cremated your soul can't return to God ah uh, right okay for some reason mm. uh, so you've got to be buried you've got to be intact well it's better for the environment anyway because everyone thinks yes. you know it must be cremation's yeah. better but not at all with burial is much better for the well, environment that's very good and I like the idea of my wife being buried next to me oh have you got a plot have you done all that no oh uh, well mate uh, you I know. know you got a plot no, well, I'm going to be one of those natural things. What, you're just going to rot in your yeah. armchair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kathy <laughs> Burke was found <laughs> stuck to her armchair. Yeah. A skeleton. I mean, that... With that... rotting flesh. Yeah, all yeah. That. You want that one? Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant buried at sea or something. <laughs> I thought, she's not a nautical person. Very pretentious. I want to return to the water. You never fucking paddled. Uh, yes, but I would be buried. But you're right. I've got to start thinking about the plot. Yeah. What I'd really like, though, is to be buried on my grounds, my land. I'd like to have, you know. But I think you could do that. Yeah, I think I could you at do. the you, stately home you've got, that I've inherited somehow. Oh, I or, see. Or yes. bought or been given. Yeah, then you can. You can. I think yes. you just get permission and. Uh, I would like that, to be buried on private land. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure that happens. Thank you. The will and the wake. Although we know you don't have a wake, but you're no. going to have a party. Going to have a party. Uh, it'll be in a fabulous venue. I'll have left money in the will for that party. Uh-huh. And um, it'll be one of the parties of the season. Oh, no, really? Yes. Yeah. It, it, there'll be a red carpet. It's, it'll be a big thing. You know, lots of paps and 
fashionistas. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, all yeah, them. Yeah, everyone's yeah. there, everyone's there. And what sort of music do you want pumping out of the uh, speakers? I don't want any music. What do you mean? I don't want any music. You don't want any music no, at I all? No, I don't, no, none. You just want a nice... I just want to be a, a people to be able to talk to each other without having to shout. But didn't you say you wanted dancing? Yes. How could people dance if there's no music? They can imagine the music. How strange. All right, there's one room where there's lots of music. There right, we in go. In the basement. So, I think that's so nice. My older guests don't have to hear it. Because that's the problem now as we get older, isn't it, Pat? Can't we... stand the noise. Yeah. <laughs> Can't fucking stand it. And it's the same in restaurants. I can no oh, longer yeah. tolerate the laughter from another table. Oh, yeah, you fucking Noi... hate those cunts. Oh, the noise. Shut up, enjoying yes. yourself and just fucking eat yeah, your food. Yeah, eat your food silently like I did at school. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's good. That's the problem with modern restaurants, eateries. Yeah. Yes. It's the scraping of the chairs, the isn't chairs. it? And the clatter yeah. and the... The sort of signature of a modern restaurant is that all the pipe work is exposed. That's you it. You go in the bathroom, they show you the plumbing. Yeah. I haven't seen a tap for years. I know, and all that exposed pipe work. And you think, yeah, but if you it's roasting hot. Yes. If you touched it accidentally, oh, you fucking yeah. burn yourself. Yes, health hazard. It's why these um, things are covered up. This is why you should join a gentleman's club. You're, oh. you're made for it. Now, are you yeah. a member of a gentleman's club, Pat? I'm not allowed to talk about it. It's secret. But I did mention one before. Um, but yes, I'm a member oh, of Oh, the Garrick. Yes. Yes, uh, I went there once. It was a slight whiff of piss. Yes. Lovely. Comforting, comforting. Yes. Piss and mustard. <laughs> <laughs> they say you're not a true member of the gag unless you've got a little bit of piss and mustard on your tie. Um, uh, but that's carpeted. Oh, nice. Uh, there's carpets everywhere. Hence the piss smell. Yes, I think it's, so. Little droplets. Crazy, yeah. But uh, yeah, increasingly as I get older... I value a quieter environment. And this is why you've decided in later life to move into the heart of Soho. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy being annoyed by the noise, but finding little oasis of calm uh -huh. and peace. So, well, now your soul has left this uh, yes. mortal world. So tell mm. us, who's, who's going to greet you at the pearly gates, Pat? Well, no one, because Jews don't believe in heaven. Okay. Uh, but in this fantasy where I'm a Christian, yeah, <laughs> I'll have a bevy of maidens and Sigmund Freud, please. Marvellous. Yes. And Sigmund will no doubt tell you why you need a bevy of maidens. I think we know. <laughs> I don't think I need to pay to be told. Uh, but yes, Sigmund uh, would be my analyst in heaven. Nice. Because I think it would be boring up there. Yeah. Um, all the cool people are down in hell. Yeah. Uh, you've you've put me in heaven, uh, and it's all the good people. And I would like some analysis up there, and who better to go to than the progenitor uh -huh. of psychoanalysis. Marvellous. Anyway, mm. haunting. Who yeah. would you like to haunt? What I'd really like to do is peep. Peep? Yeah. I'm what about the pawn again? <laughs> No, not really. No, I'd, I'd like to be able to see what, what everyone's up to. Oh, really? Yeah. Like doing what? Just going about their business. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to access people's bathrooms. Okay. 
That's good. I'm, to I'm know only that. talking about my family. No, oh, yeah. no, no. I'm not coming around your house with my head in my hand. <laughs> with me stuck, already dead. Yeah. Stuck to the chair. Yeah, exactly. Rotting. Rotting. I, I don't want to see that. But I, I, I do like the. I very much like the idea of being a ghost it, because I think as a as a writer director, the way you watch people mm. is, I just love people watching. Yes, yes. Uh, and to be able to do that invisibly. Yes. It would be sensational. This is what I like now about not being as famous as I used to be. Say like like 20 years ago, mm. I had fucking kids outside me house, like I was mm. Robbie fucking Williams. Yeah. You know, I couldn't really go anywhere. I didn't mm. really, you'd go to a pub and you'd be everyone's night out. And yeah. And the one thing that I lost more, that upset me more than anything was just being able to sit in a calf. Sure. And watch people or just sit on the bus. Yeah. And now, since I gave up the old acting and I only pop back now and again when I want a shekel mm. or I just want to get out the house and do a bit of socialising, so I'll do a bit of acting. Now, it's wonderful. Like, I get the bus to work here. Yeah. And I can sit in a calf or sit outside a calf as we do, being yeah. smokers. And it's very rare that I'll get recognised. Yeah. I, I can totally, I mean, I, I'm I'm not at anything like that level. So I get like once a week, someone will come up to me and say, they, you know, and they're very nice. Though. Yeah. I've seen something I've either written or directed or acted in, whatever. But I can imagine that constant intrusion would be very damaging for not just for your for you as a person but but the soul it's sort of like, like it's just a bit of you that you don't own yes um, which is the space around you yeah it's yeah. very important for creative people to feel invisible in the world that's it mate um and especially and to, worse when you're recognised as the director of the play and people yeah. come up to you and tell, well, that was a load of shit. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you want know? to be able to observe the world rather than be observed. Exactly that. Exactly that. So to be a ghost, bloody marvellous. Right. So let's talk about uh, some admin now. Mm, mm. The will. What you got and who's getting it. Well, it goes to the wife and kids. Well, of course, yeah. And I would like to have my estate in good order right? by the time I die. that That's the thing I think is one of the greatest gifts you can give people. But you have got, I've been to Patrick Marber's office. Mm. It is chock-a-block. Yes. Chock-a-block because yes. you're a bit of a, are you a collector of things? I like to say I'm a collector, but really I'm a hoarder. Mm -hmm. Things that mean something to me I can't throw away. School cap. When I was seven. <laughs> really? Yes. Still got that? Yes, still got my cap. Yeah. My wife says, just bloody burn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that brings us on to. Famous last words. I've changed my mind. Because <laughs> in my death, I've ordered Dignitas That's to come it. and put me down. Yes. And then as the needle's going in, yes, I think I would probably go, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. It's <laughs> a really good gag yes. to end on, actually. Yeah. And you've given us some great gags, great fun in your life, and great fun on this podcast, <laughs> where there's a will, there's a wake. 
So thank you very much, Patrick Marber. Oh, my pleasure, Cassie Burke. And it's goodbye, but it's not over yet, kids, because we've got more hilarious bits with Patrick over on our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we rifle through your real-life death anecdotes. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to where there's a will, there's a wake.com for details. That was incomprehensible. Oh, I... <laughs> oh. It's oh, going. that was fabulous. It's going. My pleasure. It's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Cathy Burke. My senior producer is Charlie Morell and my producer is Naya Dio, or as I like to call them, my goddesses. Our engineers are Ed Gill and Matthias Torres-Soleil, marketing by Kieran Lancini. Our production coordinator is Lily Hambly, music by Jonathan Rathbone, and the executive producer is Ollie Wilson.